It's nothing like a gathering with friends and family to remind you of who you are really thankful for. Justin Tucker, we love you. This is Corey, and this is the Oh the Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. It's Rob. Welcome to episode 390 of the Oh the Podcast, coming to you from all over LA, but Corey is, of course, back in the Oh the studios, gentrifying LA one neighborhood at a time. Yes, thank you for listening. That's not the right one. Hang on. on. That's not the right one. If only we had a producer who would produce the show so I don't have to stare into a bright ring of light while with, also producing a show. With the one contact lens. Yes. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you. Uh, the easiest way to find us is on uh, anchor.fm forward slash the anthem, uh, where it will direct you to all the different podcatchers which carry the podcast. And Rob will tell you all about the socials. Uh, yeah, you can also follow us on social media at uh, the Anthem everywhere. Um, and of course, we are now uh, live not only on Facebook, not only on YouTube, not only on Twitch, but now on Twitter. Yes, so you can find us on Twitter as well. Um, and uh, we all also do have the Discord, uh, which I have gotten back into because the people at work. Well, we lost a lot of people, and we're like, how are we going to stay in touch? And somebody was like, I made a Discord here, and I was like, I, I only kind of know how to use this. Okay. Cool. <laughs> It's cool, Gen Z. I'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. It's fine. Uh, we have one of those too. So if you're listening to the podcast on any of those locations, you can comment there. It'll bring it into the Discord. Or you can join the Discord directly. Uh, we'll send a link out for that. Anyway. Indeed, you're indeed. Back. Yes, I'm you're back. You're back at the uh, LA studios there. Um, came back to a warm welcome from um, from Brooks. Yeah. Oh, I guess no. He gave that welcome to Roberto earlier in the day. So, you know. <laughs> He did make a bit of a mess on his last day. Uh, he, he was like, where are these people? Fuck this. I just <laughs> shit everywhere. Just, uh, I'm going to send did. a message. <laughs> I hope he doesn't think that's how he gets us back real quick. You know, like if, I, I, if I'm on work say, one day yeah. and we just leave him alone for eight hours, we come home to. No, he's never done that sort of thing before. So I think that was just a weird uh a weird situation a, a weird weird i think we do need to analyze the potential that former <laughs> producer roberto is poisoning your dog i think we have to and if he's going to be around your child i think we really need to analyze the breakdown of this <laughs> do i think he would poison a dog no do i think he would let some chocolate fall on the floor and just be like man it'll be fine eh, i'll figure it out maybe and then you add that to a child who Given the genetics of both parents, is going to have an uphill battle from the beginning. <laughs> Clearly, ginger, curly hair, lots of freckles. Just Let, let's not the, let's not put let's not put all, all right? the, let's not put all this uh, bad juju on the child. Uh, <laughs> Peanut allergies. Oh my god. Oh, I'd be more worried about Roberto like uh, going like the baby can have honey, right? And I'm like, no, not for the first year. He's like, oh. <laughs> We should probably keep a close eye out. I made her a honey sandwich. I'm just like, well, you realize she's just doing bottles at this point, right? Oh. She's <laughs> like three months. That's, that's, uh, listen, I was given honey sandwiches when I was three months. Hey, you're from Mexico. Your family was broke. They were just like, give the kid anything. It'll be fine. Also, honey is toxic for children. So, I mean, also, he wasn't broke. He has gold. Toilet, so, anyway. Uh, but yes, uh, I've returned home. Uh, went to go see my little brother get married up in uh, Carmel by the sea. Beach uh, to the altar. How did that happen? What's that? He beaches to the altar. Little brother, beach to the altar. Well, it's fine. I, I, I'm i really not. <laughs> I wasn't so concerned about it. Uh, 
I remember 18 uh, years, 18 years. She got one of your kids, got you for 18 years. Anyway, sorry. I, uh, time will come for, for me as well. Uh, but it was, uh, it's so hasty. Listen, just cause he's going down the aisle. Doesn't mean you have to jump and jump down that particular hole. Well, no, I mean, really the, got her hooks in you. She's not going anywhere. I mean, part of the problem is, you know, like when, uh, when Brendan got engaged in 2019 and they were like, Oh, we'll get married next year. I was just mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, so you know that gives me about a year to get <laughs> get the <laughs> to let them have their moments, and then we'll move on to to other things, if you will. Uh, but no, you and know, somebody said to herself, for some we reason, we this fucking timeline up. <laughs> all right, for some reason, this uh this whole thing got accelerated a little bit somehow. So, um, <laughs> somehow the wedding got pushed back a year. I don't know exactly what happened, but uh, yes, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, oops. Fuck me. Uh, <laughs> Wait, so hey, so uh, his timeline got decelerated down. Yours now is in crunch time because you've got solidly maybe three weeks to get that girl to the altar or otherwise, you know, you know what the Catholics have to say about a child born of unmarried parents, Corey. Well, You're a very strong Catholic. You're a believer. You're a believer in the faith. We covered this. Yeah. Not so much. Uh, not, not so much in favor of the uh, church. Just the faith. If only the if only the church was as good as the faith, it would be. Okay, and you know that's other... that's not saying much because the faith ain't all that great either. There's a whole other half of Christianity. I don't know if you've uh, looked into, but there's singing and there's dancing and there's screaming in other languages that you don't actually speak. A lot of fun. <laughs> Just I was talking to we were we were talking about uh godparents and christenings and all that baptisms and all that sort of stuff. You realized uh, you knew no Catholics who could actually be. And it and it uh it dawned on me that uh the uh Rachel's church where one of her nieces got uh uh baptized yes. was uh it was like an eight and a half hour long ceremony <laughs> where oh, people yeah. were like running down the halls and screaming and you well, know just randomly oh, in the middle of a quiet moment just like hallelujah <laughs> like so no I'm not trying to do that. Uh, thankfully, Brendan's wedding was a subtle or it was a very dignified affair in the middle of uh, this really cool place called Holly Farms, which is like the a preacher asked, uh, do you take this woman? He said, uh, yeah, and, uh, I guess. And, uh, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, we're already here, so uh <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it would have been a waste of all these people's time. So uh, yes. I probably shouldn't have thrown a big party if I was going to say no. So, uh, <laughs> yes. By the way, yeah, uh, good job not inviting <laughs> me, uh, Brendan, because uh, if you took a pause at all, I've been like, I object. No, no. <laughs> Do you see her? Do you see her in this dress? No, absolutely. No, absolutely. There's no pause. All right. That pause was for thought, and there should be no thought. Uh, I mean, I would say the same thing about Roberto and his girl, except for there's no way she's going to take him to an altar. Uh, he'll be gone long before she gets the white dress on. So anyway, go ahead. Uh, and yeah, it was, it was fantastic to uh, to see all friends and family and uh, um, literally everything with the wedding just seemed to go off without a hitch. And, uh, you know, it, it, it's cool because uh, you you meet people from Brendan's life throughout different periods of his life, you know. So like uh you know I have friends in Hofstra and I have friends from high school and I have friends from LA and I have friends from you know like 
different points in time in my life. And if I had a wedding where I was inviting all these people, then they would all show up, you know, and I, I you know, at some point my dad meets some random friend I made in LA. <laughs> and then it's like, how do you know, Corey? You know, like that, it's just a cool experience to like sort of be introduced to the tapestry of somebody's life in, a, in that way. Like where you get to meet all the different, uh, the different people from the different portions of the life. I think it, I, I just think it's Yet really another cool. reason. Yet another reason I cannot get married because there are people who just cannot. They cannot, <laughs> they cannot be, cannot mix and cannot be a mixed company. No, no. Um, yeah. Ooh. Imagine my dad meeting some of like the uh, super lefty people I was hanging out with. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That'd be perhaps you need to have separate, uh, separate receptions for different. Why? Well, yeah, because no alcohol at the wedding either. Uh. Also, oh, do you think that would be a big deal? So, that, what's that? Do you think that would be a big deal? No, no, he didn't. Have you had like an he, open bar at the wedding? Weddings. Yeah, he, he does weddings all the time. Well, he used to do weddings all the time. So, yeah. uh, you know, not a big deal for him. Uh, I, however, am missing. I thought the he key. was going to object to the idea of there being liquor at the wedding. Like, <laughs> I should. On general principle, yes. Uh, <laughs> but he, not object he, he enough was, to like not show up or something. No, no. Yeah. His, in his subtle, non-cursy way, he would say, you're enough of an asshole when you're sober. Why is somebody going to give you an open bar? So, you know, but not use asshole. Uh, you're enough yeah. of a jerk in person yeah. uh, regularly. Why would we want to give you an open bar? You're enough of a uh, troubled but, soul. Yeah. Uh, luckily, missing the wife portion of that. So don't <laughs> have to dodge that bullet again for the sixth time in my life. Anyway, Corey, go ahead. How's your weekend? No, it was it was just really good. It was it was it was fun to see everybody, and uh, you know, I knew a good bunch of these people already because you know I grew up with Brendan. Um, <laughs> like, I know those people. Um, but uh, yeah, I I don't know. It, it's just such a cool experience to be a part of. Uh, and yeah, I hope everyone has a brother who gets married <laughs> because it's fun. Um, not to ruin the cute wedding talk, but let me ask you, uh, good for a screenplay, maybe way good for a good life thing. You invite all of your exes to your wedding. You have a special section mm -hmm. and you seat them in order of, I would have married you if I wasn't marrying this girl. And then <laughs> just throughout the course of the ceremony, just readjust them. No, 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 no. Well, I mean, yes. Just be like Annie, not, go to position two, please. <laughs> not just readjust them, yes. but right before the ceremony starts, that's when you start the lightning round, where we figure out <laughs> who is gonna end up at the front of the church with me today, honey. I hope it's you. I really do. But I have been stalked by that girl for the last fifteen <laughs> years. Do that's, you know me better than she knows me? That's Let's go to the dedication. <laughs> Um, Listen, I blocked her years ago. <laughs> she has started multiple fake accounts to continue to follow me. And of course, uh, everything's public. So, um, again, yeah, uh, I'm going to ask you a question. You, I want you to give me your top answer, what you think I would say or how I would react. Top answers on the board. <laughs> yeah. And then, uh, then we're going to give it to the other side, see if they can steal. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> You know, if you made a big game out of it, I think people would show up. I mean, no, none of the people who would conceivably be getting married to you, but, you know, other people. I was going to say, like, the bride wouldn't show <laughs> like, up? Yeah, there, there would be no girls to be contestants, but there would be an audience to watch it. Um, And now that this exists, you can play this for her? 
uh, the fictional person who will never be there. And at my fictional wedding, that will also never happen. Um, you know, just uh, all week, she's just like, listen, fuck boy. If you try some fucking game show bullshit on me. And then she comes out. Everyone turns towards her. Everyone's smiling. I've got tears streaming down my face. She gets to the front. Dad hands her off, uh, passing that that uh, property from him to me. Uh, and then we turn toward the priest. And then I signal to you. And you just drop the uh, the big veil over the big board. And you're just like, I'm just kidding. We're not. We're not <laughs> she do it, but... <laughs> Top five answers on the board. <laughs> I, uh, I still like the... Uh... I still like the uh, uh, oh fuck, uh, diner way of doing it with the with the Baltimore Colts test. <laughs> it's like uh, I would have always before would before you get test. married, she has to she has to get seventy five percent right on this forty question test. Oh. And then, there it I is. I would have assumed you would do that, but uh, there it the, is. The she g- gets twenty nine out of forty, and then I walk out the door, and I'm just like, wedding's off. Now, again, you got to give the competition a chance to steal. Who here thinks they can answer, do better than Who 29? can do more Come Baltimore Colts? <laughs> no, but I, I I just wanted to add one last thing here. Uh, sure, yes. So, you know, obviously, like, I go from L.A. to San Francisco, both, like, you know, uh, urban liberal havens. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we go to Carmel, which is, like, sort of like the eastern shore if you will, of California in a way. Uh, it's not so, uh, you know, they got teeth and stuff like that. But there's not a lot of people. Hey, That's hey, basically... Hey, Eastern Shore, not Dundalk, all right? Calm down. <laughs> um, I'll tell Rachel you said that. Um, hey, hey you got to worry about your child. Don't be worried about Rachel. She won't Don't find... worry that your child comes out with three teeth and doesn't get <laughs> any more of them the rest of her life. <laughs> she comes out, she's like, where's the hot sauce? I want crabs for Christmas. Hey, <laughs> only crabs will do. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, but it's just so funny that, like, uh, you forget it sometimes when you're stuck in, like, L.A. or something like that for a long period of time. That, like, California is this freaking humongous state <laughs> with so many goddamn people in it. And, yep. uh, you know, like, I haven't even done, like, the the northern, northern California, like, near Oregon part. Uh, and that, I'm sure, would be particularly that's, that's like yeah. no 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 that's pure america that's like i want my gay friends to be able to protect the marijuana plants with guns uh, ak-47 <laughs> yeah. that's everything north of sacramento in the bay is just god's country that's truly god's country where uh you know he's just like banks no we don't fuck with no banks around here <laughs> like okay money lenders out the door i get it what about weed weed very cool with weed. Great, it's a plant. Jesus would love we don't, that. What about AK forty seven? We don't fuck around. We don't fuck around with banks around here. Oh yeah, what are you doing? Oh, you know, cryptos mostly. I gotten into Cardano recently. I don't... <laughs> and that's I have a little Doge coin and a safety, <laughs> a safe location in case Corey, it spikes. Corey, talking crypto, who bought <laughs> like a million dollar or a million crypto coins and was very excited the other day. It's It, it wasn't that I was like super excited about it. I just spent $10 on some Shiva just because... And you're a millionaire. No. Well, I'm a million... You're a Shiva millionaire. <laughs> I'm a Shiva millionaire. Uh, <laughs> yeah. My $10 got me 1.1 million Shiva <laughs> coins. But then again... That's a currency you can yeah. buy. You can stick your hat to. I'll tell you what. Well, no. I'm saying, you know, I've spent $10 on way worse things in my life. And if for whatever reason, 
if for whatever reason, then uh, Shiba goes through the roof, which it could be because it's one of the 15 cryptocurrencies that I actually know the name of, uh, which is my <laughs> barometer for how well something is doing. Uh, then, By the way, uh, uh, Corey uh, missed the noted, news story. Noted the crypto. Story that the week he was gone that China has now outlawed all crypto and the markets are just tanking everywhere. And everybody's like, yeah, Guatemala made it a currency. Uh, I, uh, I think you Guatemala. were, uh, I think you were behind on your data. Oh, no. Why, why is that? I, I mean, I don't follow crypto because, uh, being a non hypocrite as <laughs> I am, being... uh, crypto is killing the planet. So I refuse to invest. Some in of so. crypto is killing the planet. No. Not nearly as bad as, uh, the largest coins are the ones killing the planet. The ones that are traded most often that have the largest exchanges are killing the planet. Yeah. But so is, uh, so is banks. So, uh, how about that? Uh, uh, interesting. You would have commented about how capitalism sucks on your phone. That was produced by capitalism. Yeah, bitch, I got to participate somehow. How the fuck am I going to pay my rent? Let's see. I mean, I, if my if I had a funeral landlord, maybe we could work something out. But. Uh, yeah, I seem to be down a bit. But, you well, know, I mean, okay. a, a bit on your $10 investment. You know, at least you're not 40,000 in on Bitcoin. Like, I'm down a bit, you know, half. It's fine. My sheep is is only down 2%. So, my $10. If your portfolio is 2% in two weeks. Hold on. Uh, It's more than 2%. Basically, I had, (laughs) no, basically, I had $9 worth of investment, and now I have $8.21 worth of investment. So now don't if you can't do basic math, don't get the cryptos. Now's um, the time to buy. <laughs> now's the time to go down. Yeah, double down. Eighteen dollars. Here we go. Uh, Listen, anyway, it'll never California. get cheaper to buy than now, <laughs> <laughs> except for tomorrow when it goes down again. Uh, no, just uh, just uh, for all those California oh, people uh, who live in L.A. or San Francisco or San Diego or Oakland or San Jose or Sacramento. Uh, you know where ninety percent of the people live. I would uh, I would recommend from time to time uh, going out in the middle of nowhere and uh, enjoying yourself a little bit because it's kind of it's kind of fun. I've acknowledged that I would never feel comfortable living in Carmel, but uh, it's a really cool place to visit. And uh, you know, former uh, uh, former mayor Clint Eastwood, I think was a uh, was a Clint Eastwood or uh, who was the mayor of Carmel. Things I don't know and don't care. Uh, you know. And and uh, Actually, yeah, you know, Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood was the mayor of Carmel for a while. In April of nineteen eighty six, uh, he was the mayor of Carmel. We're gonna get to the story a little later, but uh Corey, of course, also known for giving legal advice to the Landry family. Um, <laughs> Shut the fuck up, don't say anything. And uh no go good. somewhere where there's not people. Just <laughs> no, go. No good comes yeah, from yeah. talking. Uh Anyway, uh, so moving on to the news of the week, a story that is nearly two decades in the making. No, it's not a failure of the American military in Afghanistan predicted by me nearly 20 years ago. It's not the downfall of Western civilization. Stay tuned. Uh, It is predicted by Dave Chappelle on the Chappelle show in March of 2003. Not really predicted, I guess, called out, called out by Chappelle. Well, I mean, Uh, like, I I would say that, uh, so what I find interesting about this whole thing is like, you know, Hannibal, Hannibal Burris talks about Bill Cosby and his stand up special. 
not like on TV or nothing, just a random show in Philadelphia. <laughs> and it gets recorded, and then it's on Twitter later that day, and then it's trending and viral by the end of the week. And then people are just like, hey, yeah, what about Bill Cosby? And then the, the gears start moving and figuring out like which one still has like some sort of... Uh, uh, statue of limitations. Statue of limitations, thank you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> left, and they get him, and now he's out because of You're procedural... <laughs> Just because I can't grab a random legal word off the top of my head. Uh, anywho, uh, it seemed like the wheels of justice moved fairly quick on Cosby. Uh, but R. Kelly somehow w- probably was at the peak of his... Pro- like and People knew that he was problematic as of 2003. And now here we are in 2021, where he's finally found guilty. Granted, not on any charges of like you know rape or anything like that. But mostly racketeering, uh, which is the way they get you when they can't get you on the actual thing. <laughs> when you've done something wrong, but they need to get you on something. To, uh... yeah, yeah. Keep in mind, everything he did, Scarface got taken down by the IRS. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's, that's very true. So, uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I guess thoughts. Like, <laughs> Here's the thing. Here's Where the lesson. Are you, you can pee on whoever you want. You can you know, drop drugs on whoever you want. Just pay your taxes, folks, because otherwise the government is kind of, they don't care who you are sleeping with, whether they're underage or not. They do care that you pay your taxes. So I'm looking at you, Jeff Bezos. Um, pay oh, would, wouldn't that be grand? Uh, I mean, listen, if it was out there, the wife, the wife, our ex-wife would 100 percent have come out of that divorce. And been like, OK, so by the way, little boys, it's real weird. Uh, <laughs> he's got a thing. So. Just, just to fuck with him. Um, but he's not the judge from Caroline County, so well, it's not. Uh, not well, boys, that kind of reminds me. Did, have you been uh, hearing about the uh, Xander Kane uh, thing at all? He's a no. hockey. He's a hockey player for the the Sharks. Uh, I don't know oh, if yeah. he's still currently a hockey player with the Sharks, but he was as of last season a hockey player with the Sharks. And uh, him and his wife are in the middle of a divorce, and uh, she put up on Instagram that like he was like. Uh, sexually assaulting her, and that he was gambling on games, and then the gambling on games got the NF- NHL like really like, well, we have to investigate. Yeah. <laughs> like now we have to get involved. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it seems like at least you know according to their investigation, he didn't do anything untoward. Uh, he just likes to gamble on things that aren't the <laughs> aren't determined on whether or not he plays well I in mean, a hockey game. He listen. The man gambles on literally everything else. He's putting down Vegas bets on the stoplight out in front of the Tropicana, but not hockey. He just doesn't bet on hockey. He should really just, is it, he should really just look at the crosswalk because it'll tell you how many more seconds are on that light. He's uh over he's under twenty a, seconds on that light. Hold on, let me. Uh, oh no, we're at thirty. <laughs> I'll take the over, please. Uh he's got a bit of a Colin Kaepernick situation where uh you know girl. Talking on social media, trying to get him in trouble. <laughs> Did. Yeah. Uh, well, R. Kelly, uh, I, <laughs> I, I just always find it weird that, like, sometimes it takes this long, and in the meantime, R. Kelly is living, like, a celebrity-filled lifestyle. <laughs> you know? I mean, like, yes and no. He's got, like, the, the, the kidnap palace, but yeah. I don't know how well he was living. I mean, he, it, when you're keeping two or three women hostage, it's... Real hard to live a good life, so. No, and I, I'm not saying, you know, obviously this is not this is not me saying that, you know, thank God he had more time to do bad things. 
that's the part I'm not happy about. Uh, but I mean, like, it's always it, it was like uh, with the uh, same sort of thing with the Epstein thing, where like he got the slap on the wrist the first time, and then yeah. gets to continue living like a millionaire for the next fifteen a, years a, until a, he gets a, caught billionaire, billionaire until billionaire. he gets caught up in the next thing. Yeah, uh, you know. It, <laughs> it's kind of disheartening. I often think I'm of myself as the type of person who, if I do something wrong, if I do something illegal, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like uh, I don't know, like a what's a what's a good low contact or <laughs> a good low uh, low stakes hypothetical I can put out there? Smoking but, marijuana. Yeah, if I'm if I'm smoking marijuana in a place where I'm not supposed to be doing it. Uh, I would imagine in my mind, I always think I'm going to get arrested this moment and then I'm going to spend the next year in jail and then I'm going to go in front of court and I'm going to be found guilty for 20 years for my marijuana oh, offense. Corey, and then I will spend the time white. in jail. That's not how it works. <laughs> but, you know, R. Kelly gets to continue uh, bringing women over to his uh, to his danger zone and uh, causing all kinds of trouble. Though, for R. Kelly... He's he's a young, like early fifties. So when he gets decades in jail, we will be here for many, many years of R. Kelly in jail. So that's good. I Unlike mean, I Cosby, guess you know does and, does and, this open up any room for restitution? Do you think for people who have been outside of the statute of limitations but have some sort of uh... nope? Because there's no finding of guilt against him for any of that. So mm. there's no grounds for restitution. They'd have to sue him. And I would just say, I mean, it, it'll be easier to sue him now because, um, you know, he's in jail. So, yeah. Hard to be organize. Harder to do the defense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is the number one thing why uh, you want to get release prior to trial so you can help build your own defense because real hard to do it from jail. My business um, inspires me to search. But uh, I think we have some more pressing issues than R. Kelly. Yeah. Because there is a pending doom and impending if you will doom coming to the united states now it's not the loss of a 20-year war their second one in half century um it's not the the coming economic crisis it's not covid although fuck all of you fuck all you um every single person everybody but uh it's in fact that uh and no this is not 2018 2017 2015 2013 2012 this is 2021 and here we are again government shutdown pending this weekend you almost week- forgot about uh what 97 as well oh i mean I, I we could keep going back basically every year of the 90s was pending government shutdown because the republicans just were like no nope, fuck them nope till it backfired the one time and they were like <laughs> okay maybe we should chill out on the shutdowns <laughs> uh it didn't really work so well but um this thursday at midnight uh midnight going into friday um at 11.59 p.m. on Thursday, technically, the government should shut down. Yeah. Um, all funding ceases at that time. Now, um, that doesn't mean that it will. Uh, they have a chance to sidestep it. There are votes coming up on bills, uh, namely the uh, Corey's favorite two bills. What are they? The, the two bills. Well, it's, two, it's the Build Back Better bill. And the one is the, the Infrastructure Act like the actual uh, what the money is going to be spent on investing in infrastructure act. Yeah. There and is alliteration. And America's then followed by uh, the actual reconciliation bill, which is the one yes. that gives the $3 billion worth of money hypothetically to, yes. uh, 
depending on how much it gets carved down by Kristen Cinema and uh, uh, Joe Manchin. Fuck Kristen Cinema too. I mean, not I mean for COVID, but also just for many many reasons. Fuck Kristen Cinema. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't. You know what? With the with the fucking Joe Manchin, at least I can see where he's coming from. Deep red, West Virginia. Your yep. chances of you're not going to find another Democrat who will unseat Joe Manchin. The best you're going to be able to do is find somebody who bloodies him up before the general. Yeah, and then, and then the Republican he has seat. to compete against a Republican in a state that would be more likely to vote for a Republican. Although, and, you know, a lot so of people it, there, I think, you know, I think a lot of people there vote for Democrats because they still think it's 1946 and they don't know <laughs> what a Democrat is. There's a lot of old guys showing up and like, no, nope, I vote Democrat. Always have, always will. Way back till um, oh, ever shit, since Bird. <laughs> yeah, I was. Gonna say, but who was before Bird? Uh, oh no, no. Uh, the guy who went for president in '48. And, Strom Thurmond. Uh, Strom Thurmond. Ever since Strom Thurmond, I've been a strong, strong Democrat. Uh, Until Bird Strom Thurmond left man. <laughs> to become a Republican. I, like I, I really love. I love that I could see Robert Bird at the Klan meeting on Thursday, <laughs> and then once again on, on Friday. the floor of the House uh, on Friday. Yep. Yep. Um, uh, so that's West Virginia. <laughs> Welcome. Um, anyway, uh, no joke. Robert Byrd, former uh, uh, head of the Ku Klux Klan, uh, also Strom Thurmond, former head. I mean, of the Ku Klux Klan. To be fair, uh, they weren't heads of the Ku Klux Klan. They were just they were well, like Grand Octopi or whatever those fucking things are. They were just well esteemed members of the Klan. <laughs> like, they were heads of local chapters. Of okay. The Ku Klux Klan. Okay. I mean, I'm yeah, just they, they, they weren't David Duke. Is all I'm saying. Not that it well, matters, but I'm saying. To be fair, David Duke never got to the level of Robert Byrd. David Duke was a low-level member of the Klan who became nationally famous. I Robert was, Byrd. I thought he was the chairman. So he was the chairman of the pack that is the Ku Klux Klan, but not the actual Klan. He wasn't the Grand Dragon or the Grand Poobah. Grand Wizard. The person. Yeah, he wasn't the Grand Wizard. Um but he also wasn't a. They have like. The I just wonder. Stuff. Sometimes I wonder if my Google judges me when I type in things like David Duke KKK job. <laughs> You're on a list. Welcome to the list, list, buddy. I'm on the list now. Uh, yeah. Uh, anywho, going back to the government shutdown and the infrastructure bill and the debt ceiling. You can only be and... saved by the Ku Klux Klan. That's what we're saying here. Uh, <laughs> by that I mean. Why won't the Klan make a stand on the infrastructure bill? By that, I do mean that we need to start a pyramid scheme where we use something from before <laughs> as a representation and then pyramid scheme the fuck out of it and convince them a lot of poor white people it is, to support it. You know, it, it's funny because I think back to the South Park episode where they were like, uh, they wanted to pass something that wasn't popular, but they had to figure out a way to make the other side less popular. <laughs> so they, yeah. They dressed up as the clan and they're just like, I don't support this new road. <laughs> it's just like, well, now we all support the road. Thank you. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, um, and, mm. you know, we laughed about it when that episode of South Park aired like 20 years ago. And now to know that if somebody, if the clan actually came out and they're just like, uh, we're not in support of the infrastructure bill. 50% of the c- country will just be like, yeah, exactly. That's why I don't like it. <laughs> this bill does Even not, the Klan does not agrees really with me. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, and so let's just say we dodged that bullet. Um, still, the the what is coming is two things. One, half the Democrats don't like either of the infrastructure bills. So they don't want to vote for reconciliation because it means voting for one of these bills. Yeah. Um, even if they could get all the Democrats aligned on one of the bills and one amount of money, the Republicans have basically said, "Not, nah, we ain't voting for it. We'll shut this shit down. Don't, don't even play. And um, 
I mean, they'll do it because because uh, they don't never learn their lesson, and they, uh, as you I've, pointed out in the pre-call, uh, they uh, have suffered no consequences from doing that already. Yeah, I mean, so. you know, Ted Cruz won re-election. I mean, narrowly, but you know, he he he, uh, he won re-election. So, and he was the he was the uh, grand poobah of that one of the of the let's shut the, the government yes. down for no good reason. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> he was the grand wizard of shutting down the government at one point. Yeah. Um, but uh, I don't, uh, yeah, if, if there's going to be no consequence for shutting down the government, then Mitch McConnell has no reason why he should cooperate with Democrats at all. And, yep. uh, I mean, we we just need a straight party line vote, right? We don't need 60 for this one, right? Nope, straight party line. Yeah, um, so. And that's I mean, to avoid the shutdown, not to not the reconciliation bill or anything like that. But the straight shutdown, you could avoid a straight party line. But. Yeah, I mean, you know, I think... Uh, I think uh, McConnell is hemming and hawing on that one, but uh, I think at the very least we'll get a CR that yes. pushes the government shutdown until at least the debt ceiling crisis a month away. Well, and uh, I was going to say, so the, the the next thing coming up after that, we'll is get a thirty day can... CR on on the government shutdown probably. But listen, why ruin one thing about the country? Let's just ruin <laughs> the whole thing all at once because let's hit the about, debt ceiling. How about and let's default. make sure that none of the government agencies have any money and we don't have any credit? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Yep, that's a that's a the Rob Cheek School of Finance right there. Just like <laughs> and you're laughing at, at the bankers, and then also tell the credit cards to fuck off. You're laughing time. laughing at my crypto investments over there. Like I, I mean, know. listen, uh, <laughs> even if I was to do all of that, if I was to act like the U.S. government when it comes to my personal finances, I would still have more wealth than you have in those cryptos. I'm just saying, <laughs> it will never be anything. Uh, but yes, uh, at the end of October, we hit the debt ceiling, which means uh, we can run as much debt as people will give us. So we'll take credit. And as long as people will give us cash, uh, that's fine. But the U S Congress has to approve borrowing up to a certain amount. And since we get further in debt every single day, rather than digging ourselves out, <clears throat> by the way, we gave uh, Israel a billion dollars a day uh, in 2019. And just approved more money for their Iron Dome program. So, yeah, AOC voted for that. AOC, remember tax the tax the rich dress yeah. <clears throat> voted for spending money um, on the Iron Dome in Israel. So, yeah, uh, but we're gonna hit the debt ceiling, and uh, that means no more credit. Not that we couldn't get it, but that uh, we can't um, take any more debt. Unfortunately, that also means that we default on the debt that we currently have because the only way we can pay for the debt that we already have is by increasing the ceiling on the debt because we don't have any cash. Um, but uh, so we'll have a credit default. We'll probably get downrated again by Moody's. Uh, we went from AAA, which we'd been forever, to mm -hmm. since the beginning of, of the rating system to AA. And if we get downgraded to A, we will be amongst countries like Lithuania. Yeah. Like solid economy. But I mean, I wouldn't give them more money than their GDP every single. Year. I mean, That's I mean, at this point, it, it seems pretty clear what a lot of this Republican strategy is, which is uh, if the economy fails during these next or during these four Biden years, and that's only good for Republicans when they try and come back because pre COVID uh, things were going, you know, well enough if you looked at like the stock market and stuff like that as you're defining. Uh, point of how well the country is doing, which is not always the best. Um, but 
you know, what do they care if fucking Biden's economy collapses? They'll just come back with their guy in four years, you know, in three years, and they'll be they'll be good to go. They'll be able not to an, say Biden ruined the economy, even though it was certainly the Republicans who did it. And then, to be clear, a bunch of millionaires are willing to ruin the economy. They will survive the rough times. Millions of people will be homeless, jobless, and uh, have no, they have nothing to rely on. So they'll be hungry, and bread lines will be. 10 miles long, thanks to Reagan. No government money will go to this at all. Um, but the Republican millionaires will get their guy elected next time. And that's most important. Most important is our quarterback is in the White House. Because yeah, if so, our guy's not there, let's ruin the whole fucking game. Well, if their guy's not there, then they can't put more judges on the Supreme Court or, you know, <laughs> gerrymander for the next... Uh, <laughs> I mean, they could still do that. They do that at the state level. Um yeah. All I'm saying is kill them all and let God sort it out. Right? Like, I feel like that's where we have to be. We have to just be like, uh, well, let, if you're going to take a shit in democracy. Let's uh, take a shit in your graves. Let's go. Let's go with a little bit more, uh, a little bit more positive, which will make us okay. uh, feel a little bit more negative. And then we'll end with a little bit more positive here. Right? Okay. okay. Uh, a little bit more positive. Uh, the cyber ninjas, the group, the, uh, the completely, uh, Completely legitimate, completely up, upstanding group, independent. <laughs> like, uh, the ragtag group of uh, election specialists put together by Donald Trump to look into the Arizona recount uh, has finished with their count and uh, finished with their report, and it showed oh, no. that. Uh, uh, oh no! Yeah, I know you're 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 worried because rather than cyber ninjas, they should have just been like this election was stolen LLC or something like that. But yeah. Yeah, uh, so how much did Trump win by? Uh, he actually lost votes. Oh. Which <laughs> is, like, uh, unbelievable. Biden got 99 or so more votes, and Trump lost, like, some 230-something votes. Shame. Uh, so, Shame. So the Shame. Uh, vote share actually raised <laughs> for more for Biden, which is just, like, you know, it'd be like if I hired Rob as my lawyer. Uh, and then in his opening remarks, he started with, look, we all know he's guilty. I'm just like, motherfucker, I trusted you. <laughs> I'm not allowed I'm to, I don't know I'm not allowed to lie in front of the court. I know what's telling you. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> have you seen the evidence? Uh, that's not it's what the record strong. reflects. <laughs> oh, man. But yes, uh, uh, what could have what could have potentially been the most embarrassing thing that ever happened to anybody um, yeah. uh, ends with Trump in front of a crowd in Georgia. Uh, I don't like talking about Trump, but uh, Trump in front of a crowd in Georgia uh, talking about how the results of the Arizona recount, the Cyber Ninjas report, showed how fraudulent of a process it was and how uh, the election needs to be decertified and he needs to be president again, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and the crowd just cheering, like, yeah, that's what the report showed. And people are going to start, like, you know, 50% of this country is going to really think that this Arizona report showed that. And I know yeah. this because there was a uh, Jordan Klepper Daily Show video from, you know, a while back during the first impeachment of Trump, where Trump just kept saying, uh, read the report or read the transcript of the call with the <laughs> with Ukraine. Uh and it'll Never show it strangely just saying go read it yeah go read it 
it'll show you that that uh, I did nothing wrong. And him just saying that out loud was enough for people to say, well, the president said he did nothing wrong. Uh, and to read the transcript and it'll show it. And then, you know, Klepper goes in with like, well, you, have you read the transcript? And it's like, no, I haven't personally read it. It's like, well, how do you know what it says? It's like, well, you know, just that there's no there's no uh, shenanigans there. It's it's all on the level. It's like, yeah, but to be clear, you haven't read it. <laughs> like, nobody's going uh, to read this goddamn report. Nobody's going to look I... into it. The the auspices of the idea that there is uh, fraud going on is enough for yeah. any republic. There doesn't have to be proof at the end of this thing. As Listen, I remember a previous upstanding president saying, "When the president does it, it isn't illegal." So <laughs> I just assume. Everything's on the up and up when he says it's on the up and up. I don't know how else we can take that, honestly. I mean, he wouldn't lie to us, clearly. Of course not. Of course I mean, not. When, yeah. when has a politician ever lied to people? That would be that would be a first if it happened now. Um, uh, we are slowly <laughs> turning into the democracy of Drew Carey's whose line it is, is it anyway? You know, where uh, the rules are made up and the points don't matter. Here we go. <laughs> All I know is this is going to end up with uh, Trump and Biden running against each other again in 2024, and I will be so angry. Uh, and everyone will tell me I have to vote because it's so important, even though I live in California where it really doesn't matter. And uh, uh, I'll feel like an idiot because for the next 20 years I'm voting between shit sandwich and uh, giant, <laughs> giant douche. Turd, yeah, giant douche. Giant douche and the shit sandwich. <laughs> also the name of my Spotify playlist where you can listen to Certified Lover Boy and Donda on the same <laughs> playlist. Um, yeah, and, and I mean, listen, uh, if we're lucky, they'll both have heart attacks sometime in the fall of 2024, and then um, we'll just have nobody. That'd be great. Let's just go nobody for president. Maybe America needs to be single for a little while. Do, do, you, remember, do you remember when like some small town elected like a golden retriever as their mayor? Yep. And like everything was uh, Alaska fine. Alaska regularly, <laughs> like, like, regularly elects the pe pets as their mayor and always fine. Never, never a problem. <laughs> Somehow it just manages to be okay. I mean, the dogs are really, uh, really keen on the uh, intricacies of budget reconciliation. But uh, I will say this instead of the dog, why don't we elect the Irish president as our president and he can bring his dog? Uh, because that dude is amazing and he takes his dog everywhere. And like it's super funny to see the dog like behind him at speeches and he's like scratching the dog's head while he's giving a speech. Like, that's what I want. That's the president I want. If I'm gonna go for a crazy old man president, I want Irish crazy old man where Oh, he's, he's got, got a dog. burner too. Yep. Yep. Oh yep. I Take love the dog this. everywhere. Yes. Let's elect him. Oh, yes, we should do this. <laughs> By the no, way, I, I just want to uh, to remember that uh around <laughs> i like the fact that he kind of looks like bernie sanders too yeah enough that the libs will get on board but he's he's pretty conservative uh for europe anyway so maybe we'll get some of those republicans back and uh i think he's the perfect the perfect guy uh we just need to make him a citizen uh clearly over 35 uh so he's gonna be fine well he, has, he, has, to be he has to be a naturalized citizen so oh uh, yeah well let's get obama's people on the phone see if we can get a birth certificate <laughs> oh jesus christ we really need to go into that again. Just wait, man. Twenty twenty four, it'll be a thing again. <laughs> well, Just you wait. Well, if uh, if this wasn't all enough, now we have to worry about an impeachment trial. I uh, I'm, I'm terrified <laughs> of impeachment for Biden. Uh, <laughs> Lauren Boebert, uh, class clown of the Republican Party, which is already uh, elected <laughs> Congress person. 
elected congressperson. Uh, put out a like Tuesday brief <laughs> Tuesday press release uh, where it said we must meet Biden. Uh, obviously, had a graphic. There was a graphic. <laughs> they hired somebody, somebody to do a graphic, and it said "Meet Biden." Uh, instead of obviously, what they meant was "Impeach Biden" with a P. Uh, they dropped the P. I don't think she knows that. I think she heard people talking about impeachment, and she was I, just like, <laughs> "I'm on board with this impeachment thing. Like, let's do this." Does this mean Ellen Amici comes here? <laughs> I'm uh, down for Mr. Michi being president at this point. I don't uh, anything, honestly. Listen, he scored a touchdown in the greatest game ever played. I think we should give him a shot. Uh, it, I think the the most embarrassing typo I've ever seen, other than uh, the University of Baltimore when they when they sent your graduation letter. Do you remember this one? No. Inviting you to graduation. Oh, yeah. A, right. a school of higher learning, misspelling graduation on the envelope. Was, um, uh, that was, I believe, my law school graduation, yeah, if I remember school. correctly. <laughs> I think we joked around whether or not it was, whether or not you were getting an actual degree. <laughs> like, if this was some sort of. No, of course you didn't. Tell you, it's a pyramid you didn't graduate, you graduated. Don't you know what that means? <laughs> it means you gave I mean, us honors, a lot of. Though. It, me- it means you gave us a lot of money and your piece of paper is worthless. It's like, well, that's what I, that's what the graduation was, too. <laughs> yeah, uh, but it's not legally binding. <laughs> uh, well, on Saturday news, let's talk Saturday news because we uh, should lightning round our way through this. We're already at an hour. So um, yeah. lightning rounding uh, and not to make light of it, but uh I was trying to remember where we were when we talked about it. I, I, I do remember in the pre-show call, I said, hey, there's these three things that have been happening all summer and we should talk about it because it'll probably play itself out coming into the fall. And then on Monday or on Tuesday that the episode dropped, um, Gabby Petito's body was found mm-hmm. in Wyoming. And it was like, oh, wow. Okay, so this is going to be a thing. And then that Tuesday is also, also the last time anyone saw Brian Landry because he just walked into the woods and disappeared. Um, and nah, nobody seen him since. And I said sane legal strategy. Yes. <laughs> Just shut the fuck up. Don't say a fucking word. Don't say anything. Uh, don't say anything to the media. The... Don't say anything to the cops. Don't say anything to a prosecutor. Don't say nothing to nobody. Just let uh, this shit play out. Also, uh, not good advice to tell your client to flee uh, <laughs> yeah. the prosecution, but... Uh, I imagine he he might have read between the lines on that one. <laughs> I, uh, I I like to imagine that the lawyer is like a Lionel Hutz type, where it's just like, listen, uh, my advice to you is to flee on that dog. Do you see the flea? <laughs> Sorry, I got distracted. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, I can't remember. I'll leave. Oh, there's that flea again. Flee. <laughs> uh, I mean, hey, maybe, have you right? ever noticed how that dog doesn't? St- Ever say a fucking word? <laughs> he just sits there and shuts the fuck up. I just imagine maybe it'd be a lesson to the rest of us. I think it's, it's somebody from Northport, so you never know. It's some guy in like a Tommy Bahama fucking shirt and sunglasses. Like I don't know, guys. Like, don't talk to the cops. I know that much. Jesus, uh, don't the talk lawyer, to them. Um, the lawyer just seen going to the airport, flying to Guatemala. It's, <laughs> where are you going, sir? Oh, I'm not actually a ju- I'm not actually a lawyer here. See you, bye. <laughs> like, uh, uh, 
We shouldn't, we past, shouldn't laugh, but... Uh, yes, we should. In the past two weeks, uh, some things did happen. Um, they uh, did find her dead. Um, the DNA was a match, so they identified her officially. And, um, oh, yeah, a arrest warrant was put out for uh, the boyfriend, yes. uh, mainly because they can't find him. So I think the arrest warrant is more like, you are a person of interest, and... Yeah, One, I mean, um, I mean you, the, the other thing is if you hear in the news that you have an arrest warrant out for you and you casually decide you don't want to appear to to the to the precinct, then uh, they can add extra charges. So, yeah, uh, uh, he better he better be in a place where he has no TV or Internet or, you know, if he's dead, that helps, too. I was going to say, so the the. One of the <laughs> options, because uh, another thing that happened was they executed a DNA uh, matching warrant over the weekend, which is we get have rights to come into your home and grab anything that might have his DNA on it so that we can provide a profile to match against. Uh, this could be for one of three reasons. Uh, number one, they found DNA on or around her body and they want to match that to him, um, like somewhere under the dirt uh, or in the dirt where it's like, oh, there's no way this could incidentally get there. Um, yeah. Or if they have a murder weapon. And and to be fair, uh, it's been ruled a homicide, but the mechanism of death, the manner of death is homicide. The mechanism has not been released. So if it's like gunshot wound to the head, okay, uh, that's probably a murder. Yeah. Uh, if it's, you know, oh, well, uh, asphyxiation, but of unknown origin. Well, I mean, listen, that, that could be things like that could lead to an accidental death. Yeah. And then he freaked out left the body and went home, um, which I would advise no one to do. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, because again, their option, uh, the second reason they might want the DNA warrant is because they found a body in the national park or whatever, the reserve. Yeah. And they want to match it to him to see if it's him. Because apparently uh, one of the last things he said to his family was that if he wanted to die, that would be a good place to go and die because um it's very beautiful. And, you know, if you're going to end your life, you go to a place where you can enjoy the last few moments. Uh, it's camping something he liked or, uh, you know, walk-ins. So he would walk in and then just never walk out. Um, so that's a possibility. Uh, the third is uh, that they just want to create a profile to match against in the future. But that doesn't seem very likely because apparently it was very pressing. The warrant was issued on a Saturday by a judge, executed the next day. So it's as if like, oh, we have this profile to match against, but we have nothing to match it to. So we need to get some DNA so we can match it. Um, now, that may not be the case. It may just be that also we haven't heard from him. So we want to get in your house and shake things up a bit. Um, see if anything comes loose. Yeah, maybe maybe ask the parents questions like, oh, you seen your son recently? Well, <laughs> I mean, listen, uh, being in the house, because also I feel like this family is one of the ones that isn't going to vamoose when the cops show up. Like, no, 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 no. Like, why would my mom's hairbrush have his DNA on it? Put that down. You don't need that. Um, and that's the our opportunity for you to be like. Our Guatemalan oh. lawyer is on the way. Don't touch a fucking thing. But if you're the cops, then you're just like, oh, so, uh, you know, somebody spotted Brian going down Route 15. I'm like, why would he be on Route 15? He never goes down Route 15. He would always take 60 if he was going to go. He hates 15. <laughs> Good to know. Good to know. He takes 60. Because now I can, I'll check the video on 60 on Tuesday and see if I see him. You know, right, right, right. Yeah. Right now, all they have is missing person in the reserve because that's where he said he was going. Um, no phone, no wallet. You know, which 
also kind of lends towards the suicide ideal because it's yeah. just like i don't want anything on me that's gonna be worthwhile for somebody to find um but uh, who knows we'll see um we'll see how it all shakes out wouldn't you feel like an idiot if you stole some guy's phone and it happened to be the guy everyone's looking for oh god they're like tracking uh, you just driving back to disney <laughs> like... so there was I, this happened in a movie but the movie took the story from an actual thing where uh a guy was asking for money outside of a gas station because he wanted to buy a phone card and somebody who was on the lam was just like you know what why don't you just take my phone i need to get a new one anyway and so the unwitting uh now accomplice is like thanks sir and starts making calls and then hitches somewhere yeah and of course the cops follow him based on the pings on the phone all the way to wherever he is and they get there and it's not the guy they're looking for it's another guy and they they actually arrested that guy for as an accomplice uh even though he was later released because it was just like man i didn't know i asked for i asked for five bucks to get a phone card dude hand me a phone you don't say you're gonna say no to an iphone like come on man <laughs> come on. um anyway so they let him go but they put it in the movie later that's a really smart thing to do or like uh turn your phone on and toss it in a truck going down the highway the yeah, opposite yeah, yeah. direction that you're going because They'll go the miles the other way till the phone dies. Throw oh, it in like a, a barge that's that's going across the Atlantic or something like that. There you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks like he might have smuggled himself aboard a ship. So um, we're going to spend $40 million to go out and stop this ship and search it. Because uh, right now they're spending $100,000 a day searching this reserve. $100,000 a day. Yeah. I just hope that I mean, if it, anything untoward <laughs> ever happens to me, that they don't investigate whatsoever, but spend a hundred, whatever you would have looked for me, spend that money housing homeless people or feeding hungry people. Cause it'll be better. It'll be better spent that way. I don't give a fuck. I would, um, you can wrap my body in, in newspapers. Put I would also like to say, uh, while we're, while we're wrapping up this little Nancy Grace segment of the show, uh, yes. that I, I, I've heard the Betty, uh, cries of, why aren't we talking more about the many other people who go missing and, and found out found dead, uh, especially yeah. in that particular area. There's a huge problem with uh, indigenous women going missing or indigenous people going m- missing uh, to which I say, yes, this is uh, very much a trouble, very much a problem. Uh, anyone who has ever had anyone missing will tell you that uh, getting the word out there is often the hardest part of like trying to, Get just to have enough people see it to maybe give you some information as to to find that person. Um, why don't all those missing people have Instagram accounts that have hundreds of thousands of followers? I mean, I I, I mean, I really think that, uh, I really think that we will have to have a discussion at some point about the media's role in this as far as like what they choose to let like run with, yeah, uh, but also at the same time. Uh, that it is, you know, sadly just part of like what gets what gets clicks and likes and shares and stuff like that is usually what rules the day. So and, and going back to the good advice, bad advice from a lawyer, um, I can imagine a scenario where he lays out the whole thing. He's like, "Listen, we got into a fight. I said I'm gonna leave you here for the night, and I'll be back tomorrow." And I hitched out of there, and I stayed the night. You know, crashed on the side of a road somewhere. Then I came back next day. She was dead. I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Uh, or maybe she was missing, whatever. But um, I just figured she decided she was done and she was going home. So I came home. Or I didn't know what to do with the body. So 
buried her there uh, and then left. And then the lawyer being like, you're fucked. Um, <laughs> we should just not talk to the cops as long as possible. Uh, and do you think we can get him out of the country? Does he have a passport? Can we get him out? No? Okay. Maybe he's going to go somewhere and lie low for a while. Um, which is good advice, but also bad advice. Uh, because then lawyer leaves and he's like, well, uh, I'm not going to jail for 60 years. I am 21 years old. Fuck that. And goes off and kills himself because somebody made him think that he would uh, go to jail for the rest of his life. So. Yeah. Also a possibility. Um, also, Nancy Grace, uh, I'm glad she's fallen out of like national favor. I haven't watched the show, but I imagine at some point he has already been called a murderer by Nancy Grace. Who oh, yeah. He's never wrong, except for <laughs> like 50% of the time, and she just doesn't talk about when she's wrong. She just backtracks it and then reassesses. Um, but like calling 80%. people rapists and murderers. 50% of the time, it works every time. Every time. Uh, yeah, she she will call people like rapists and murderers. And then that becomes the narrative all across the news. And then it comes out like, oh, no, wrongly accused. Um, my, whole situation was fucked up. My favorite part about Nancy Grace is that she'll go into some big, long diatribe and then just like sort of snake in the word allegedly at some point. Like a, yeah. <laughs> like a producer whispered in her ear. Like if they were doing no, like. Rob, they're Chief. going through the teleprompter, and then somebody's just flashing allegedly, allegedly. She's like, I had Rob it in Chief, there at one point. who raped and murdered six women, allegedly. <laughs> that basically, yeah, that's uh, that's Nancy Grace, uh, former prosecutor Nancy Grace, um, who much like uh, many people, uh, is capitalizing and doesn't care how it makes. I mean, to be fair, as a prosecutor, you end up you end up speaking more in definitives because you're trying to make the case, you know? Yep. Like not a prosecutor anymore. Oh, I know. I know. I get it. But I'm saying like, if you were a prosecutor and you were like, you know, delivering remarks to the jury, you would say, I hope to find this man as a murderer. No, no, no. Cause at at trial, you can actually call him a murderer. Yeah. Yeah. You are making the accusation and I'm about to prove to you. I'm about to prove to you. Here's a, this man is a murderer. Now here's my case. It's made up of two points which are not directly connected but if you believe the way that i believe you they will are find connected. that he is a murderer yeah yes uh and then uh, if you're in baltimore uh good chance you're not going to go down on that rap uh if you're in texas oh boy um uh, <laughs> when uh when you kill somebody in texas they kill you back so be careful <laughs> um but talking about long diatribes our last uh main news topic Listen, kids, you should pull up close to your speaker box or your, your headphones and, and listen to me closely. Please don't yell. I'm not, not going to yell. Um, <laughs> I, I just felt like a dad. I felt like a dad for a second. That was, I'm not no, going to yell. I'm no, not going to no, yell. No. I'm disappointed. I'm I, was just, I was just making sure because I, I, I really would hate for somebody to like turn up the volume or get real close to their speaker and you'd be like, fuck you, guys. <laughs> I mean. I could go that direction internally. If this was a movie internally, we would cut away to me like screaming and punching some unseen person in the face and then cut back to me being very calm and trying to get my thoughts together and say 12 or uh, 2000 people, 2000 people dead in the United States. Yeah. In the U S that is our new seven day rolling average. It has not been this bad since February, which as you'll recall, we're prior to the vaccines. 
Um, and then it was bad for a while. It is worse than this time last year, uh, which we thought was terrible um, as we started to skyrocket up this peak that we had no idea we were going up. It is worse than April of 2020 yeah. right now. When yeah, this is, this is the second like, worst peak. Is, yes. So, uh, and we say peak, but there's possibility it keeps going and it oh, yeah. likely will keep going up. So we're on the upswing of something. Um, and yeah, but we don't know for sure. That's sort of hypothetical at this moment, but it could continue going up. Yes. It could. Um, and I just see everybody living their lives. Uh, and I said on our pre-show call that, uh, Oh fuck. What was the math? I had the math. 144 million is a big fucking number. But if I told you that right now, between uh, five days ago and today, there was 144 million chances for COVID to mutate into a virus that will kill 95% of the people on the earth, including people who are vaccinated. I don't think people would care, but maybe that number will, would, would uh, be more impactful. But essentially, every... Every person who's infected, there's about 2,000 dying a day at a 2% death rate. That makes it about 100,000 infections uh, at any one time in the U.S. on this rolling seven-day average. Um, you are infectious for about 15, 14, 15 days, which means that the virus is replicating in your body for about that long, and it replicates four times an hour. So that means 144 million opportunities for mutation every 15 days or so. But Realistically, it's not because it's a rolling 15 days, just like the death average is a rolling average. So yeah. at any point, this, this virus could mutate and kill everybody. And I'm hoping for it at this point. I hope that a version that only attacks people younger than 35, older than six, younger than 35, and it just kills off an entire swath of the population. Because I think that's the only way we're going to be able to get people to stay inside. Well, I mean, um, honestly, I, I I thought kids would be the thing. Like, you know, like kids and, and babies are the ones who are getting dead sick. Dead kids? Dead kids? Nobody cares about that. We'd close schools if we cared about that. We'd close everything down. But the economy is more important than dead kids, um, I, even if those kids are. Weak. I mean, honestly, I, I just I, I really. To me, the whole thing comes back to uh, Trump deciding to downplay it and trying yeah. to act like it wasn't a big deal because this is, this has started a whole cottage industry of people saying that it's not a big deal and it's just like a flu and blah, blah, blah. And now we're at the point where 50% of the country, this is not going to be convinced. Like you, you, you might be able to get them to get shots hypothetically. If you make that, if you make it a requirement for like having a job or like getting on an airplane or going, and, and I know people who have told me personally, let them fire me. I'd rather be fired than get it. <laughs> are you fucking dumb? Are you, I mean, you are. You are fucking dumb. Clearly. Let's make it an impactful statement. You're fucking dumb. Because even if you're vaccinated, which isn't a good excuse, like kids under 15 are not vaccinated. Yeah. So how do you feel about killing your niece, your nephew, your co-worker's child you like the like the idea of their death being on your hands because it could be and I, I posted i did post the instagram video this week so you guys can go find it on reels but the response that i got was all like 
oh no, fuck her, fuck her, uh, about this person who made this very callous statement. And it was so ironic that half the people who were like, oh my God, that's fucking crazy. Oh, she's the worst. Are also people who are going out, going to Vegas, going yeah. out, uh, going on to Mexico for the week. And then coming on my Instagram and arguing to me that that person's fucked up, even though you're doing the same shit. Oh, I, I, two weeks ago or so, somebody said, listen, I, I don't know what you want us to do. Um, everyone's a fucking hypocrite. I mean, everybody but you is a, a fucking hypocrite because I have continued to live as much in isolation as I possibly can. Also, I like this life. I, I wouldn't mind if 95% of the world's population died, I'd be happy. Um, not like immediately. Cause that's a lot of like getting rid of dead bodies that you have to do. I would hope it would be a slow crumble. So most of the, you're hoping 4.5% of the remaining population know how to take care of all the, I mean, uh, listen, I know how to burn a body. It's not that hard. Um, 60 pounds of, uh, wood for everybody to get up to 6,000 degrees and cremate it. Anyway. Um, I'm around with this. Oh, uh, what I hope is that it's crumbled slow enough that most of the bodies get taken care of. And then I only have to take care of like 5% of the non-survivors. I mean, and then to me, eventually to me I'll have the, to take care of some of the survivors too. I'm sure. But to me what the, might take care of, I mean, I, I just don't, I just don't know what, what message needs to be sent more clearly. Like, you know, like I, I look at the, the state by state, like where cases are going down and up and stuff like that. And literally everywhere is up. Uh, conveniently, except for California and Maryland, the two states I care about most. So, uh, maybe um, I will make it home for Christmas, Ma. <laughs> we'll, see. well, I mean, like you know, I, I think uh, I think part of the reason is you know, like honestly, uh, especially for Maryland, I COVID think daddies. What COVID daddies? No, I I think that uh, I think that a lot of it has to do with the fact that uh, you know, there's Johns Hopkins there. And people in Maryland just generally trust when Johns Hopkins says says something like, yeah, <laughs> like if any of us get hit by a car or a bus or like needed some sort of like experimental surgery, like you have a heart condition or something like that. We don't hope that they'd send us to Hopkins. Yeah. Like you got that, got the helicopter, Look at the <laughs> helicopter ride. I mean, Come like on. clearly, clearly, uh, clearly uh, you might want to go to like shock trauma for something really bad, you know, like if you got shot in the face or something like that. I get, uh, but for surgery for treatment. Yeah, you know, if, if I needed uh, if I needed a, a brain surgery, I'd hope they bring me to Hopkins. <laughs> so my, well, listen, listen. Like, Conveniently, if I was in a terrible car accident, they could take me to shock trauma, which is at uh, University of Maryland, stabilize me, and then drive me take you to fifteen Hopkins blocks up to Hopkins, and that's where I'd like to be uh, brought in as a patient. If you don't mind, Ex- get me out of shock trauma, put me in the ambulance, get me good me enough to, to get it in the ambulance, and then. Uh, the Hopkins will finish this up for you. They'll finish the job. They'll finish the job for you. I appreciate God, all of you. Thank God they're both in network. <laughs> and I mean, like that—that that is that's Maryland. You're absolutely right. Like I think that there is a level of like, oh well, Hopkins is kind of leading the charge on the cases and how what to do. And people in Maryland are like, well, I trust them. So well, also I mean, the Republican the Republican governor has been leaning into like masking <laughs> and vaccines and stuff like that too. COVID daddy, like yeah, COVID daddy Hogan, yeah, exactly. Uh, so I mean, we'll Newsom, Newsom's also that, but yeah, but you know, like, uh... but Hogan doesn't have a French laundry. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I haven't seen Hogan out eating crabs unmasked 
Maybe he does. I don't know, but I haven't seen. He it. does it outside. That's the Listen, way. Gavin. Crabs are Gavin, an outside the thing. Rule, <laughs> the rule is exactly what my old boss's wife said. I don't give a fuck what you do. Just keep it out of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, so uh, <laughs> like. By the way, maybe uh, maybe Gavin should have taken this tact. Uh, uh, San Francisco Mayor London Breed was uh at like a a jazz club or something like that last week. Uh I think I heard about this cuz I was in San Francisco at the time. Uh, <laughs> and uh uh San Francisco has an indoor mask mandate for like any kind of event. Uh Right, yeah. Unless you're actively eating or drinking. That's the rule. Like if you're yeah. taking a drink, you can take your mask down, take the drink, put it back up and stuff like that. Uh what we she was be doing. Yes. She was at this she was at this performance and uh she had her mask off. With a drink in her hand. And, uh, uh, like, everyone was just like, oh, fucking her French laundry moment. She was inside of a bar without the mask on. And she's just like, all right, come on, fun police. Can we can we understand that, like, the act of taking the drink isn't necessarily, like, pulling the mask down, sneaking it in as quickly as humanly possible. Like a five-second, like, quick spurt, and then putting the mask up as quickly as you can. Uh, you I mean, know, it is perhaps- for me. <laughs> when we're at the movies, that's how I uh, am enjoying the movie. Like uh, mask We're, off, handful of raisinets, mask back on. I can chew with the mask <laughs> on. That's not a big deal. Uh, we have one last thing. We'll make it quick, uh, but it requires a little trip down to uh, sports book. See that? So that's, that's how much setup I need. I need just. <laughs> The slow talk for two seconds, yeah. bam, we're right on. We're on it. Uh, let me set the scene for those of you who uh, don't know. Uh, it's the fourth quarter of the Ravens-Lions game in Detroit. The Lions are up by one. For inexplicable reasons. It should never have been this way. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and uh, the Ravens have, oh, God, I think it was like 35 seconds left on the clock when they got the ball back. Yeah. Uh, they are on 25, right? And they're on 25, I think. Yeah. Some like, I think yeah. it just went out the end zone. Um, there were attempts to go down the field. Uh, many of them did not go the way we intended. Uh, but Lamar did, which is a bigger question and why we couldn't get it done. But Lamar did convert a fourth and 19 to, uh, <laughs> to keep the drive alive and, uh, uh what's set our, up. What's our, What's our version of Hey Diddle Diddle for Lamar? <laughs> this one. This this Get play. This Sammy Watkins know, you gotta catch. Have, you had like a whole saying that you're like, hey, diddle diddle. Ray Rise up the middle. Yeah. Well, I didn't want to say his name, but yes. Okay. <laughs> was, what is your, you got to come up with a it saying It was before we knew that. Oh, right. True. True. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it was when he was, it was when he was respected in the community. Uh, though, you know, unfair. Cause he is, he is still respected in the community because uh, he decided to take this awful moment in his life and invest a lot of time and money into uh, trying to do right in the community. So, yeah. uh, and, and undrafted free agent Greg Rice doing really Greg well. Uh, yes. for, for the Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> that was that was a joke back in the day. Was, uh, we... Ray Rice with a mustache. And yeah. was like, oh, Greg Rice, Greg yeah. Rice, like, yeah. Um, anyway, uh, two seconds left on the clock. Justin Tucker lines up for what would be an NFL record 66-yard field goal and nails it. Without a club expiring. foot to be seen. Without a, without a club foot to be yeah. seen in the whole place. Without a little sledgehammer underneath of his shoe. <laughs> uh, nails a 66-yard kick 
setting the NFL record by two yards, uh, which is quite the thing, by the way. Uh, there okay, was well, a, before, <laughs> before you dive into how great it is, he yeah. nailed it, uh, hit the crossbar. And every Ravens fan hates that bong sound because it has never worked well for the Ravens, <laughs> ever. If you hear the sound of a ball hitting the crossbar, the Ravens are losing, and it's an important game, likely. Uh, but this Billy time, kind of his kicking. That's, <laughs> that's also true. Uh, but this time, it did work itself out. Bounced off the crossbar and through the uprights. Yeah. 66 yards. Great. There was a, uh, there was a video I was watching on uh, athletes named Bob, and they were talking about this uh, 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 long jump participant who broke the record by like four feet. <laughs> like when, yeah. when every single time the the record was being broken, it was being be- broken by like three eighths of an inch or one half of an inch or something like some really small number or small amount of feet. And then a dude like and then flies that guy past does the four judges. feet beyond that Ooh. and just oh, like crushes right. the record. Uh, that's kind of what a sixty four yard kick is when the the previous record was or sixty six yard kick is when the previous record was sixty four. That is a huge. Ah. It keeps jumping by like maybe a yard or so. Like every single time it gets broken, it's sixty one, and then sixty one and a half, and then sixty two and sixty three, and stuff like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. A lot of times these are happening in Denver, where the air is thinner, and a sixty three yard kick is equivalent to like a fifty five yard elsewhere. This segment brought uh, to you by fans of Justin Tucker. <laughs> fans of Justin Tucker, when you got to make it even more important than it was. All I'm saying is, I love Justin Tucker. <laughs> I love Justin. <laughs> I'm so thankful, man. I watch I watch football games where like some kicker comes out to like you know hit some like 35 yard chip shot field goal and they miss. Are you watching my fantasy football teams? Because <laughs> I'm like both of my teams. That's what happened this weekend. I'm like, how did you miss two <laughs> of the four PATs you kicked? <laughs> yeah. Two? You missed two of them? I mean, like I. There, the 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 uh, the image is out there. Look for Justin Tucker when he missed a kick, like a an easy enough kick for him. It was like you know a thirty eight yard field goal, and he yeah. missed it. And you'll see his face, like his eyes are all wide, like what the fuck just happened? <laughs> like this doesn't happen to me. But uh, not only is the he the most accurate kicker in the NFL history, uh, but nobody is as clutch as Justin Tucker. Uh, yeah. The I can't remember where I saw the stat, but uh, basically. In in uh, fourth quarter kicks or overtime kicks with less than a minute left in the game or like some sort of deciding kick moment, he's twelve yeah. for twelve, and this includes this sixty six yarder in Detroit and includes the sixty yarder he hit in Detroit a couple years ago on Monday Night Football with time expiring. Uh, Justin Tucker jokes that he's going to buy a house in Detroit. I think that uh, I think that he should. It's not that big of an investment. Royal Farms will pick up the tab. Uh, uh, I was gonna say honestly, they probably give you a house at this point. Like, oh, <laughs> any of these, just if well, it'll you, make you, you think about signing with us at some point in the uh, future, <laughs> you could kick here. Like I mean, eight weeks I mean, a year. Kicker, I'm just saying, kickers got great, great. Uh, uh, they they go longer in the career than most others, other than Tom Brady. Tom Brady, Tom Brady is kind of the kicker of quarterbacks, if you will. Well, um, much like a kicker, you you can't even physically put your fingers on him, or it's a penalty. So. <laughs> 
it's that kicker treatment. It, it makes your, your career a little longer. If you're Vinny Testaverde and you're taking it on the chin every third play, it's going to be a shorter career, although he did play for a long time. By the way, did you, did you happen to see the, uh, the commercial for Sunday Night Football this week? Because it's no. Brady going back to New England to face the Patriots oh, for the oh, first time. That's, that's cool. Yeah, they had set it up fair. to uh, Adele's Hello, and it was, quite, <laughs> it was quite the vote. It was pretty cool. It was pretty funny. I'll, I'll send it to you. Uh, but yes, thank you, Justin Tucker, for saving our ass yet again. Uh, uh, the Ravens are currently two and one. Uh, this is a this is exactly what I think the record would have been if you asked me before the season, but not necessarily at the wins that they <laughs> thought they would have lost to the Chiefs and beat the Raiders. Say, but, in, but in the in the off week that we weren't doing live, uh, Ravens beat the Chiefs. Yeah, crazy. Crazy. And I will say the saddest thing about that, in case you're listening, the saddest thing about that game is that I uh, wasn't at home because I realized that like two previous times, my, my buddy Cherish and I had either gone to the game or like met at the game because we were both going, but we knew like, you're going to sit with the Chiefs people. I'm going to sit with the Ravens. We can't be like, together, but we'll meet up. We'll meet up when we're up there. It, it'll be fine. That, um, but we weren't able to do that because of COVID and, uh, you know, that, that reminds me of two two quick points I'd like to make on our way out here. Just super quick. Uh, number one, uh, I got up in time to be able to watch that Ravens-Chiefs game with my brother, which is the first time mm-hmm. like we've watched a Ravens game in the same place in a couple years, and that was, uh, that was a lot of fun. Uh, and secondly, uh, before the intros, they, uh, they did Omar's whistle for Farmer yes. and uh, Farmer and the Dell. Farmer and the Dell. And... Uh, <laughs> I knew the Dell part. I thought I got the farmer part wrong, which is why it stopped. Uh, you know what a Dell is? Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Uh, but the uh, <laughs> that's a Dell. <laughs> wow, you with the dad jokes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, man. But no, uh, uh, I got a kid out I, there. I think they should. Uh, I think they should make that permanent. I think for the 100%. rest. Of, I think for the rest of the time, we should come out to Omar's whistle. Uh, I mean, clearly, remember, clearly, people it, taken in the taken in the spirit in which it's intended, and not uh, honoring the you? character of Omar, the murderer who kills and robs people of their drugs. But uh, uh, no, you know, I, the Ray Race's last season, they did the like lights out, play Ray's like little theme of him coming out and doing the doing the dance. I, I for this season, you just kill the lights, and all you hear is just the whistling yeah. in the stadium. And then you can play your stupid video where it's like a flock of ravens is called an unkindness. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. I like those. Uh, it's actually called an unkindness. Uh, That's because it's for you. It's for people just like you. Breeders who are in their late 30s, who this is all they have. <laughs> this is everything. Did you hear new phones coming out? That's the other thing you have. Phones, minivans. Sunday football. That's America for you. That's why we're going down the drain, folks. Well, you, you I'm know, angry. You know what else people like that should have? Oh, the anthem.com. Should I wait? Oh, the anthem.gov. the anthem.com. the anthem on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and the listener line 443-219-7595. What's the number again? 443-219-7595. New content! <laughs> Not this week. I was in San Francisco. <laughs> I was in Northern California. Uh, can, wait, but, wait, before you, before you do your spiel, can we? Can I just remember remind everyone? I did a daily podcast for 100 consecutive days that included the holidays and my own birthday. Yeah, 
did not miss a day. Yeah. Go ahead. Tell us. Talk about why you don't have any content. Go ahead. CoreyBakerFilmmaker.com, Facebook.com forward slash CoreyBakerFilmmaker, the Legends of P5, on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, yeah. Now back to Rob. <laughs> no, no, no. What do you got? What do you got planned? What's in the, what's in the cooker? I don't know. I, I, I'll fucking figure it. I, I, I really see. Here's the thing. I, I don't want to like. I like. Uh, I really appreciate and like the audience that tunes in for the things that I make. But I just feel like uh, uh, the size of the audience Welcome. is clearly showing me that uh, I'm not reaching enough people. So I'd rather come up with something that uh, can be more entertaining to more people as well as the people who have been enjoying what I've been doing. So that's basically the plan. Also, I'm not going to movies anymore right now. So uh, be- mostly because they don't have movies out there for me to watch. The options are a lot, a lot fewer. Uh, yeah. So for the, uh, what would you call it for the um, uh, theatrical experience? No, no, no. The types of movies they're, um, Oh, they're stupid people movies. That's right. But they and it's all stupid people movies. Corey doesn't want to enjoy this. So. Well, I mean, I could do a review on uh, the latest Fast and the Furious, but I had seen it like eight weeks after it was released, so it felt like kind of, kind of irrelevant at that point too. You know. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I'll tell you what is cooking. Uh, a baby and it's going to be born in like four weeks and then Corey's never going to make any content again. So I hope you guys enjoy the catalog of content that's available because uh, you're not getting anything new for a long time. Uh, for me, uh, I angrily screamed into a phone um, twice in one week. That's available on Instagram at Robert and Cheek. Uh, same across all social media, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, everything at Robert and Cheek. Um, I'm going to make another video screaming into my phone uh, about uh, Gen Z and why they suck this week but more generally just uh, the American public and um, why I'm angry. Cause I'm really angry. I black pilled myself. So I don't care, but I've reached a level of not caring that I'm just angry all the time. Um, uh, so basically I've turned into Lewis black. Yes. Just, just so we're clear. I'm, <laughs> I'm officially, I've made the jump. I'm Lewis black. Uh, but Only you can find not funny. At Robert Cheek. <laughs> First of all, sorry, you set yourself up. I couldn't avoid myself. An apartment with three pairs of weightlifting gloves, but I got to carry the conversation, the jokes, and everything every time I'm there. I am funny without saying anything. I can say something and then stand up and just put my hand on a man's shoulder. And the entire room bursts into laughter in a way that is unable to be translated to Twitter. Trust me, I tried. I tried. I just can't. (laughs) But... Uh, robertandcheek.com for what stuff I'm working on. I do stream on Twitch occasionally. Twitch.tv forward slash Robert and Cheek. Ooh, surprise. Um, join me on Call of Duty. Uh, Anku Ker is A-N-K-O-U-K-E-R-Y-S on Activision. All right. Well, I think we've done good here today. Uh, I, the contact not working has been more of a fuck up than I thought it was going to be. Uh, I had to take out my contact prior to the show and basically like slowly but surely it has gotten blurry yeah it looks like you have pink eye a little bit it's not evenly split because you know bifocal vision so like half of this is blurry and then half of it it, it's like smeared blurry completely clear it's throwing me off a bit more than i thought it would uh we've done something i don't know if it's good but as always you're listening to the the anthem podcast part of the the anthem digital network for Corey, this is rob go fuck yourself america (laughs) you can't He'll read whatever, He'll read whatever you put on the tub. <laughs>
Have a good night. <laughs> question mark? Question mark. <laughs> Christ. He went to the Ho Chi Minh School of Medicine. <laughs> you remember those news reporters that read out the four names of the uh, pilots of the plane that crashed? And somebody had put on Wikipedia, just like, uh, uh, <laughs> he fuck you, uh, plane go down, like, and did, she read them on the air. Did That's... you know? Did you know that recently on the BBC they uh, they had a story about gas shortages, and they sent out venerable reporter Phil McCann. Awesome, awesome. I guess I guess I should mute uh, mute the stuff because I just realized we were still. <laughs>